All right, what's up, world? We're back at it again with another episode of Creatornomics. It's your two favorite people in the world, your, my, yours truly and my girl, Andrea. What's up? <laughs> Can I get a round of applause? <laughs> there we go. So, how you living? How we feeling? Amazing. I Friday, love... Friday pod this week. This is a different, it's almost like a pod after dark-ish. Yeah. Because I already want a beer, but, you know. Usually, it's I Friday. feel like... We come in super clear-minded. Post-workout. Post-workout. Like. <laughs> Today, it's Friday after a crazy week because we've been here yeah. with all affluent and infused in person. How did it's, the week go for you? It was great. I mean, well, I landed at Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Oh, from Peru, Peru. And I went straight to the first day of events. It was amazing. But by 3, I was dying. Yeah. I had to leave. So, so is the first time. how do you think you pull together? Because I know you've done it successfully before. How do you pull together a successful, like, big corporate event like that? Because I feel like it's always one of those totally. things that, like, everybody's like, why do we have to do this? So, like, how do you make it so people are like, that was yeah, actually yeah. sick? So I think they did an awesome job this year. So just so you, to, like, set the stage, so we're saying, like, we do a strategy week every year. It started with, like, a day in the, like, lower level of our office Yeah, seven years ago. The, fir um, the first one I went to was in a movie theater. The first one that we did was in a movie theater. We've had them like <laughs> all over the place. But I think, so what is it? What is Treasure Week? I think, I almost think of it as a pep rally, to be honest. I think that's yeah. like number one very important part of it is like you bring everybody together. You are like get your employees hyped to be here and then talk about what is it that we're building next year, right? Like yeah. you want this to be a moment that where everyone remembers as we go through the year, oh, this is our mission everything we're building is towards these things. And then most importantly, like we've talked about in previous spots, for to spend quality time with each other. You yeah. need to have important, like solid relationships with the people you're working with yeah. to have fun and to do better work together. Yeah, I, I actually think the strategy part, I, I mean, we branded as Strategy Week, but I think the strategy part's probably like more just vague and like less clear to people because yeah. like, you to, to talk about an entire company like the size of a fluent strategy, it's like, you know, like there's like we're gonna try to make money and there's like literally probably a hundred sub strategies below Correct. that. Um but I think the pep rally thing is extremely important. It's extremely important. And I think where they did a good job by expanding it into multiple days is then in the subsequent sections, they get to get a little bit more specific into each of the parts of the business. Yeah. Where like when we used to try to do it all at once, it was way too tough. Yeah. I, and I think one of the biggest things is when you're working with people, especially in this remote era, but even in person, yeah, you start to just like, there's always like frustrations that build and like tension and stuff. And then when you just like go out to dinner with someone, you're like, oh no, like these people are just you're, cool. Exactly. Yeah. You're, and then you're, want to come back and get to more work together like it you helps. forget about the things like yeah because you're behind the screen you, you annoyed me in this call and then i hung up and then like i didn't do anything about it after yeah Versus, like, you keep talking and continue i, to I think like, like friendships within work even if it's not you know your best friends in the world but if you're important. like oh like this person it, it's hard to see your co-workers sometimes as like just other people that you would see out in the wild right. that are like normal and cool and like they have it like it's like yeah i have a job yeah. But like I'm also like a I'm human being. Yeah, I'm also first. a person. Um, first, so that's cool. How was your? How, uh, how did the week go for you? I personally was like extremely busy. Yeah. Um, it, obviously, there's a lot going on. A lot of new team members on Infuse and merging a bunch of stuff now under that umbrella. Yep. Um, 
has been a lot for me. So I, I, I you took a little bit more of a backseat than I we took, normally. Would I took have. a big yeah. backseat and was like just behind my computer, yeah. like cranking numbers, yeah. like the good old days. But it's good. We got to see your head, and we the whole company, and I think it was very important. Like got to see for the first time, like really what you've been building in the last year. Yeah, and I think that's really awesome because we talk about it on the pod, but like. Think about it. Your team is. There's five people now. Twenty. Five, five people now. Twenty <laughs> out of like 250, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. this small section, and we actually got to meet a really awesome creator. Have yeah. him like live speaking to the whole company. I thought that was amazing. And our boy Kevin, shout out. Shout out Kevin. Let's got go. Got an award, rookie of the year. Yeah. Love it. Um, uh, and I think it made it. It was very important. I think for our organization too to see like how important of an investment. Uh, the influencer world is for us. Yeah. Uh, and for anybody that's getting no, th serious in advertising, like you have to make a real investment. I, I the think clothes. they did a great job too highlighting it. I mean, there's, I think last year there was probably like seven different things highlighted yep. and this year there was three. Exactly. Which I think is the right, I mean, like that we was need the right to amount. focus down and like, I'm super happy that a year ago when influencer was like, no, like, we'll figure this out one way or another. And this year, it's like, no, like, this is, like, has financials behind and it now. And, like, is, we're going to make this work. Like, it's a must win. I, I thought it was great because uh, Matt Cons uh, gave a, a good, like, speech about, yep. like, this is what we're doing. He did an amazing job. And, like, how that kind of ties into Fluent in a way that, like, Fluent people would really be able to digest great. it. And then it was followed by Kevin and Keith Dorsey doing a segment that's, like, and this is like how I see it and like how I want the world to see it. So it was like yes. the internal view followed by like the, the external, external view, view. And like this is the brand. What we want to be is like helping underserved creators find a way to monetize. And during their career, they're going to need ways to make money. We're a great solution for them. Exactly. But we aren't just going to be like make money for us, make money for Not us. We're going to be like how can we actually help you in your career especially on the monetization piece. But, like, if we're going to help you with that, too, like, we want to be bigger than just monetization. Let's build things together, you yeah. know? Like, we are the best at performance. There's something we bring to the table, but we want to collaborate with you to figure out what we can all build together. And, like, I loved when he said that they, he talks with a lot of companies in this space. We know we've talked about this here many times. There's a new influencer service, monetization, yeah. merch yeah. company anywhere. But that the, what Infuse's build and is doing it with creators in mind, actually taking their input, yeah, actually working with them to make it. And work. I think one thing too is obviously us as business people are very monetization and money focused. Correct. And like I'd be lying if I said like I didn't care a lot about how much we made. Yep. But there's definitely a component of like community that I think is very important. Well, it's like are we going to make like a super measurable ROI on bringing creators to South by Southwest or like throwing a Super Bowl party in Atlanta? I mean, personally, I do think we will make an ROI, but yep. it's also like, even if it's not exact measurable ROI and we didn't return 30% exactly on all of this, it's like building the brand and just actually helping the people that ultimately drive our business. Cause without the creators, we wouldn't so have a business. No so business. it's like investing back into them, even if it means, you know, some financial slight loss on us, it's like completely worth it because without them, the engine doesn't go. There's short-term investments and there's longer-term investments, yeah. right? And like, as performance marketers, we want to see the dollar and we want to see the green yeah. 10 minutes later, but we know some things you gotta, you gotta make longer-term so investments. So my favorite part, wait, before we get ahead, it, my favorite part of all of Strategy Week is shout out to Marcus, 
when he pulled up like an optical illusion of something that you could see as like a duck or a bird or, or a rabbit. rabbit. And above it, it said like marketing ROAS. <laughs> and, it, and I just love that because I actually do think about that and I explain, like try to explain it in different ways all the time. But it's like, what, like, what do you want as ROAS? Like every, it's, some people are like day zero. Some people are clicks. Some people, yep. and it's, so it's like ROAS for advertisers can be cut in a lot of different ways. And finding that, I guess the ROAS metrics that make sense for you yep. in the marketing channel that you're in is like what you have to do. It's not just like a one size fits all like ROAS equation. Absolutely. So. It's all about the way you look at it. And even what happens even for us is like, you might be looking at things in one way for so long. You need to step back and realize that there's a different way to look at it. Yeah, exactly. So that so duck my, became a rabbit. I'm, my new thing, all you advertisers out there, is uh, if you're not happy with your ROAS numbers, I'm just going to tell you ROAS is a duck. ROAS <laughs> is a duck. <laughs> and like, hopefully that makes everything better. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, okay, so tell me about the Super Bowl party. Yeah, so the Super Bowl party, I actually have the mock-ups uh, in, which are really cool. Right, I'll I'll, I can show you later. So but you want to go down? When is it? Is it obviously happening? It's, it's on, on the Super Bowl, which I think is in like maybe a week or so. We could, two weeks maybe. Yeah. But um, So I'm going to go down to Atlanta on Saturday. And uh, like me and Keith and Dez, his business partner, and Kevin are like all go out to dinner. And just I'm excited to just spend some time with them yeah. to talk about furthering the partnership. Um and then on the Super Bowl itself, this is like a great thing about these types of partners is he's like responsible. He's like, if you guys like help back me, we'll help get creators in and like we'll take care of like putting together this like legitimately set. Like it's like That's a awesome. full blown set. Um, Their space was amazing. And they're going to find it. the creators that they think are a good fit for what we're Beautiful. doing. Invite them because they have a huge, super strong community. Um so it's it's gonna be there's like this really cool like tunnel that you walk in like you're walking into the super like you know well, how they like walk out in the football out tunnel. Into the field. So yeah. the entrance is like this infused branded tunnel to walk in. Um and then there's like it looked like there was like a VIP area, some bars. There's like we're getting like turf, so like the ground awesome. is gonna be like all turfed out. Um so yeah, I mean I think it it'll be a really cool way to So it'll be all creators from their from his house and other houses. Cre Atlanta based Atlanta based creators. And, and mostly African American, like African American based uh, or sorry, African American Atlanta based, based creators. creators. That's that's sick. um so I think that'll be really cool and I think it'll be a good way to get the infused brand out. just out there and like as a trusted brand. Because what yeah. we're trying to do with performance is Definitely not the right. I mean, I've said it a million times, but it's not the the regular way that it's these people are way. ready to work. So I think we need to build such a strong brand and such strong credibility that people are like, all right, it's different, but, but I know works. they're legit and I want to try and I'm down to try it. So absolutely. That's and a big part. I'm excited. That's awesome. What about you? You have some Super Bowl promotions. Yeah, going I know. On so what, I'm doing a 2X reward Super Bowl promo that's doing really well it's really fun so it's just from now until the big game so you what what does score. 2x mean now so if you reach your level of rewards at 750 you get 1500 bucks yeah how do people find Very that nice. do you guys have a domain people can go to no, or no we're actually we're running it mostly through influencer some of our affiliate channels we're actually on the radio radio has some domains okay i think footballcash23.com okay that's you can go and find it directly there. All right. So that's Check it out. Big game. You have, Big game. By the time this pod comes out, you have like two hours. Yes. To do. <laughs> you, have, you can still do it. Uh, that's awesome. All right. So 
let's talk about news. There's some. I have a question. There's something I've seen, Baby. like tons of headlines everywhere this week. De-influencing. Yeah. Do we know about this? Please, please explain it. Okay, so the way it... What I keep seeing is a trend of influencers, particularly in the beauty space, okay. coming out and telling their followers that some or a bunch of the products that they have promoted are either not great or here are like cheaper dupes yeah. or just, just didn't work. How do we feel like about that? Like I get, I think, and I think they're doing it the, as a way to build trust with yeah. their audience. But how do brands react to that? Like, how, yeah. like how, so I, I mean, me. easier said than done, but obviously like finding the right real brand ambassador for your brand, especially if you're like an e-com beauty product yeah. that a uh, brand is so strong and there's such a big community of creators that make that type of content and drive a lot of engagement. Um, so I think finding the right type of partner that like actually believes in your brand, yep. like never as an advertiser, push your brand onto creators and just be like, like you actually need to be like, no, but like actually try it and like give us feedback. And do you actually like it or not? Don't just be like, we're going to send out boxes to a thousand creators yes. and give them all a fee to do something and not really pay attention to what happens. Like you need. And then I think as a creator too, like you I think you gotta build leaf and water pushing out. Like, yeah. right? Like, yes, everybody's trying to monetize, they're trying to do things, but like, you should like see and feel and believe and like be able to at least stand behind what you're yeah, doing. At the I very least, stand behind it. Like, yes. I mean, like, you see the, the biggest influencers, quote unquote, in the world are like your LeBron Jameses, that like a huge partnership with Nike right. and things like that. And they like clearly are very bought into what they do and they get to have some creative direction and stuff around it. So I think, um, I think doing things at a smaller scale is probably important for that because, yeah. like, when you just start to scale stuff up, you lose control over, like, are these real good brand ambassadors or not? Um, I think something that we at Infuse can do that's cool is kind of manage it at scale. But, yeah. again, it has to be the right market niche. I mean, if it's, like, a wart remover or something, like, <laughs> we're, that's not what we do well. It's so, not exactly. Yeah, so, so I, it's I, not necessarily <laughs> the type of brands that we normally push in, and they're not the performance yeah. category. But I just thought it was an interesting, an yeah. interesting way. Yeah, no, and as as a creator too, I think um, you you should believe in the brands that you're pushing, and it's kind of like 100%. a weird look on you to like push something and then get lat. The amount of times I've seen a creator push something, get lashed back from their community, and yep. be like, "Nah, just kidding!" Like, actually, it's the brand's fault. I'm like, "No, man, it's you like took take money. responsibility." Yeah, take right? responsibility. And I think everybody's trying to figure it out. Like yeah. you have grown, you have this audience you're trying to figure out how to monetize it. But and everybody makes missteps. But yeah. you got to take some accountability. How much? How much do you think you should actually have to believe in what you're promoting versus being like, "This is my job, so I'm going to do it." Because like I feel like in every day in yeah, our job, there's stuff sure. that like we just do because we're like it's our job, but it might not be in the life. most noble thing in the world. <laughs> in life, I go to yeah. church for yeah. weddings. Like, <laughs> yeah. what I want to be doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think it's case by case, and I think it depends on what you're promoting, right? And I'm sure every creator is different, but I think, for me, if I was going to think about it, if I was a creator, I think like at least I would want to have some alignment with the value of the product and the values of the company, right? Like I yeah. like would do some research to make sure I'm not promoting anything that is actually bad yeah. <laughs> to the world. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. How about you? I, I guess 
for me, I think I, I don't know if this is like in the gray area, but I think that um, you should, I guess it's up between you and your audience, but I yeah. think that like you are doing being a creator as a job and a full-time job, Correct. especially if it's full-time, it doesn't always have to be, but I think that there should be a good amount of leeway of like, look, like I didn't get the exact deal that I wanted every time, but like this company was willing to work for me. And by yeah. taking money for them, I can support my life and my continued Correct. content creation. So I, I, I don't think it always like, has to be like a Nike and LeBron no, like absolutely, collab. Absolutely. No. So, yeah. I mean, as long as you're not like pushing a crypto scam or something, that's I think that's exactly crossed right. the line. But like outside of that, I think it's kind of like, that's what, okay. kind of where I was going. Just things that, you know, like are not causing harm. They're legit, like, yeah. go in. Okay. I think w one cool thing about Infused, this just came to mind, though. I was talking to Conlon. We went to lunch right before this. Nice. And, like, I was showing him, like, where we're finding success. And, like, I'm super, super excited about the live streaming space. All right, talk to me. Like, I think. Beyond TikTok. We, we've almost moved completely away from, like, curated posts. Yep. And hoping to get organic. Lives. Like almost all our traffic is lives and people doing all sorts of different stuff in lives and just like ca calling out, go to my link in bio to find some cool yep. games, go to my link in bio for, you know, travel hacks, whatever it might be. Um, go to my link in bio to find 2x rewards for my. Yes. <laughs> um, but soon to come, Coachella tickets. I think that the, the performance space and live streaming is probably the, the best. Okay, um, so why do you think that is? Um, I think live streaming fans are like very loyal and like very like in the moment. Yep. Like they're very like likely to be like, go, I'll go now. do that. Like, yeah. cause like, it's like everybody's live together. Whereas if you just like see a random video, you might be like, okay. Wait, 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 so wait, I think, yeah, I think yeah. like the, you're engaged, the right? engagement like you really took the time to be there and watching it live versus you're scrolling and you saw Exactly. Something. So I think, I think the engagement's really good. Um, and I think that, like, it's not, like, so ad-heavy. Like, so if you just yeah. see a post that's an ad, you're like, that's literally an advertisement. If someone is do playing video games and then, like, randomly is like, oh, by the way, like, there's offers. this super fun Call of Duty game in my bio. Like, you guys should all download it, try to get to level 50. Like, that's, like, it just fits really well. It, um, yeah, it's and it's contextually, it's contextually relevant. relevant yeah. And like you might do that and then you can keep watching the it. live stream. Um, and then the last piece, which I've started to figure out is I was always like, what's more? I, this is still up for debate. I'd like to hear what you think, too. Okay. But what's more important, the audience or the advertisement? Like, is the creative more important or is... The, ad, the audience that's looking at the creative more important. I'm almost fully sold that the audience is all, not all that matters, but 90% of what matters. And the ad itself is like very much secondary to that. I think it depends on what you're pushing. And I think like when we're kind of using ad broadly, cause like, the ad in, at in that the point influencer is a, space. No, no, and we're yeah. saying like the ad almost there is almost like a mention, right? So it's like, Putting some of the onus on the advertiser, and where are the that where is that audience going to land? Yeah, right. So like it's kind of that play. For some things, it might be better for the advertiser themselves to tell you what they want to do, and the creator to just guide the audience there. Yeah, true, true. But I think like for so, like let's just use a random example, like I don't know, like a mattress or something. Okay. 
I, I don't know if that's a good example, but the like, ghost mattress. Let, let me use a better one, like a uh, like a gaming app. Okay. Um, you can't like push like a gaming app to a bunch of fifteen year olds, even if it makes it, even if someone like makes an ad that seems like this is the best game ever, and a bunch of them download it and like want to play it. You need somebody with like disposable income that's older that like it's like so. It, even if you make the most clicky, interesting ad of all time, it needs to make sure that so it's is lined it for up. For an advertiser, is more important the audience that is going to come through their ad, like the content that the influencer is going to make, whether that is like a, an outright ad or through their live stream. Yeah, is more important that we get the right people into that offer. Exactly. Like if yes, you want, if, if like you're doing a beauty product, that's yes. a much better example. And your audience is a bunch of thirteen-year-old boys. Well, it's like know. you know, I don't know these days, but <laughs> um, but uh, but in all seriousness, I think um, that's not going to work. You can make like the best ad of all time, or you or you could make a pretty bad ad, but you have really high engaged like twenty-year-old yeah. girls that are following you, and because it's like that's the perfect that. product exactly. for them. Exactly. So. No, I think I think you're right. All right. So talking about like the right audiences. I'm super intrigued, um, in general, just for my advertisers in a world. I really am intrigued about an influ. What's how's the influencer world with slightly older audiences? Like, is there a strong group of past millennials? I feel like most of the things I guess because of my age, cap on millennials. But like, how do advertisers reach those forty plus audiences in? Take on TikTok yeah. and whatnot, and like, is there an agency that's specifically thinking about like having yeah. influencers in that space? So I I don't know of a specific agency. I know there's like the McFarlands is like a big YouTube family account. Okay. So it's it's not like just, but it's like their dad is one yeah, of the yeah, main yeah. characters. Um, I've seen a good amount of like dad and son collaboration TikToks okay. and stuff. So I guess I, I very rarely see somebody that's like a lot older I'll I guess I'll give you one example after this but I very rarely see people that are older that like run their own account by themselves yeah. and like have a have a really big following I think the the like mommy blogger space mommy is probably the biggest um so so I think or that, like at that age or in that era like it was actually like celebrities even if they're like c yeah. or d level celebrities like those were the influence are, are the influencers in that group yeah and, but I, I think knowing how to manage all these different digital platforms yeah. and become an influencer and kind of like weed through that space, I just don't think that like the older generation is like equipped to do it very well. Like I think that yeah. it's like so like what you grew up in and which is why, I mean, there's like 16 year olds all over that are like mastering this. Totally. And like finding a 60 year old that can master it. And it's just so out of sense. their element. And I think it ties to because that's what I was saying because I'm thinking about like, all right, so I think of like Bravo, right? Like I feel like those are yeah. like the, that group, the type of celebrity is the influencer that is like in that kind of age, and they have somebody behind them that is filming their videos, yeah, posting things yeah. for them. Like all of them are promoting things, but like it's somebody else doing it, and it's like at a different level. But like, so you were saying, maybe there is, maybe there's, maybe there's room for it. Like, yeah, I think I, I think maybe it in would the be micro cool. influencer at that age, I don't see much happening. Yeah, I, I don't see much happening just because I, I don't know that there's like people, I don't think there's enough supply, if you will. Like, I don't think there's that, that many 
60 year olds that are like i want to make exactly. a couple bucks on tiktok um, but they could get rich because a, a lot of brands that's the target audience yeah they could so maybe uh, maybe if maybe maybe i'll start that with infuse as another maybe, arm I this think year we should i mean i think I, we should embrace right like as we're embracing like different people different yeah it's like let's see. i think yeah i know the biggest challenge i've seen with people trying to start up like a content creation career is consistency and that's so like i feel like i would i would end up putting a lot of effort into finding a bunch of people and teaching them like how it works and then they do it for like six months and then they'd be like and maybe six months is even generous like i don't know if yeah, they would make yeah. it that long and then they'd be like yeah like I don't want to do this anymore. Or maybe they, I actually, maybe they live on TikTok. Maybe they live you, not on TikTok and they live on YouTube. No, you know where I guess, mo like most of those people are on Facebook. They're on Facebook. They're not, yeah. I mean, but like the creators are probably on YouTube. I bet you it's a lot of like, yeah. like I can. But the OG OGs of the YouTube space, like the early YouTube guys are like in their mid thirties now. They're not like, I mean, I guess maybe that's, around what you're yes, but like closer to 40 like a little bit different because like they yeah. can reach us slightly different audience yeah so are you saying like 40 or like 60 no i'm saying like 40 45 50 yeah i think the i'd say like the 40 45 range probably closer to 40 it's like the family accounts it's like the family accounts yeah is it mommy bloggers it's the mommy bloggers, and some of them are literally just, like, a yeah. super wholesome, good-looking family that, like, yeah. I mean, who knows if they're actually wholesome or not, but at least but on their page, the it's, like, look. so polished. That's and so true. So different. Yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. Crazy. Well, those are my two questions for today. What else do those you are two have? questions. What do I have for you? I don't know. What are you most looking forward to this weekend? Sleeping. Sleeping. It's going to be yeah. 10 degrees or something oh, ridiculous. Know. Yeah. So, what about you? What are you doing? I was in Vegas all last week. Oh, yeah. How was that? That was Creator Life? Creator Economy Life. It was cool. It was a first-year event. Um, there was some people that I, I think in these these conferences now, one thing that I like, remember VidCon was my first ever yeah. conference and, like, going there and being, like, I don't know any, like, having a cold network is tough. Is tough. And now I, like, know the people That's that the go best. to this stuff. So I'm just like, I eh. always tell everybody, I have friends that are known. It's like, once you go to one event, like, go and meet everybody because you want to see them again in the next yeah. one. And then, like, there's nothing better. I walk into a room. And even if you know one person already, you feel better. Way better. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, what's up? But then you can kind of, like, team network. And then and you go together. Yeah. And, like, that is, like, 90% of the So for, for that we reason, it was cool. It, it was kind of cool that they, it was, like, a bridge between Influencer and Affiliate because Affiliate Summit yeah. West was the, the first half, and then the new creator economy was at the end. Um, so I, I think they did, a, they did a great job for their, their first year. Um, was it mostly on the creator side? Was the audience mostly creators or... I, only, I met one creator. The rest was business people. Got it. Yeah, so there were... So the people doing themselves. business in the creator space. People doing business in the creator space and a lot of like vendors and stuff. Um, and a couple, one thing they did really well, they actually had good brands there. They had like oh, Taco Bell and like a couple other, I'm trying to remember who so else they had. So the brands were meeting with companies that would connect them to creators. Well, the, the brands were talking on panels and stuff about their, their creator strategies. Okay, that's um, cool. So it, I think it could have been a good place to find brands um, and, and budget for that. But that's um, awesome. it's, it's pretty good. Love it. So, so cold weekends. Cold weekend. I cannot wait until it gets warm again. I know. Super Bowl party, not next weekend, but the following. Uh, you want to come? Maybe. Let's go. You want to come? I'll send Let's you. Go. I love Atlanta. You do? Love You're it. an Atlanta fan? I 
don't love or hate Atlanta. I probably will love it after I go. Like, I feel like this event's Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, I've only been once. We have a good friend of ours that lives there. We went for a wedding, and we just had good food, good vibes. Uh-huh. It's a different hey, city. Everything Atlanta. is, like, uh, It's a huge out. creator hub, though. Like, yes. I'm excited to see how many people we end up coming. Um, Keith was like, uh, he's like, I could bring, like, 3,000, but, like, we're Whoa. probably going to do, like, 100. I was like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, like next event next event we'll do 3k but, love it all right. well we out we out <laughs> <laughs>